This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1415. How to Spend Money Wisely, 10 Things You Probably Aren't Doing by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you and to myself, frankly, from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet every single day. We're surrounded by messages of how difficult it can be to make ends meet and to build wealth. So thank you for spending this time with me where we can empower ourselves to take control of our financial health. Do you have a question you'd like answered here on the show? Go ahead and send it over to finance at oldpodcast.com and you just might hear from me soon. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Spend Money Wisely, 10 Things You Probably Aren't Doing by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. We all wanna be wise with our money, right? Sounds good in theory, but how do you actually put it into practice? Let's take action today. These quick little improvements can have a big impact over time. Improve your spending today with these 10 tips on how to spend money wisely. Number one, make a list of what you value. The best way to spend more wisely is to align your spending with your values. Are you even aware of your personal values? Take a moment to write down the things that are most important to you in life. Is it security for your family? Is it success in business? Is it helping others? Like me, you likely have a combination of values. Write these values down and then ask yourself this question. Am I spending my money on things I value? Then ask, am I spending my money on things that aren't in my value system? Doing this little exercise will give you some clarity and help to guide you into thinking consciously about your spending. Number two, make a list of things you really enjoy. Along the same lines as number one, you should be using your money to bring joy to your life. You define what joy is. Go ahead and write that down. What brings you happiness? Identify those things and then ask yourself if you're spending your money in those areas. More importantly, ask yourself why you are spending on things that aren't on that list. Bottom line, avoid spending too much money on things that aren't at the top of your joy list. Number three, make a list of places, things, or people that cause you to make poor spending choices. Can you identify the triggers to poor spending in your life? Think about your spending over the past couple of weeks. When did you make the worst decisions, such as spending money you didn't have or spending on things that you don't value? What was the cause of your poor choice? If you can identify these weak points, then you can begin to live your life in a way that helps to avoid some of these spending hotspots. Number four, review your regular spending for things to eliminate. When was the last time you wrote down your list of monthly bills? Take a moment to do a thorough spending review now. List out all of your required spending for the month. This includes rent or mortgage, insurance, debt payments, utilities, services, etc. Is there anything on that list that you don't need or want? It sounds absurd to ask such a question. However, I'll be the first to admit that in the past, there were things on my list of monthly expenses that I didn't need or want anymore. Odds are you have one or two yourself. If you find something to eliminate, do it. An app like Truebill can help you identify expenses you may be able to eliminate. Number five, review your regular spending to identify things to reduce. 
Next, take a second look at that list of monthly bills and see if there's a way to reduce the cost of any of them. Could you call the provider and ask for a better rate? Could you call a competing provider to see if you can reduce your rates by switching? If it's a debt, could you do a balance transfer or consolidation that would help you reduce your rates and eliminate debt quicker? Don't like to call and negotiate yourself? Let bill fixers do it. They saved me over $600 on my annual internet service bill. Number six, create a budget. On a basic level, a budget is simply a plan for your money. If you know your expected income next month, write that number down. Then start applying that money to different things. Start with taxes, if it isn't already taken out, giving, and savings. Then move to basic necessities, like housing, food, insurance, utilities, transportation. Finally, apply the rest of your income to other things you need or want. Open up an account with an online budgeting tool to streamline this process. Number seven, start writing down each purchase you make. Tracking brings awareness to any situation. Use your iPhone or other device to take spending notes throughout the day. There are apps for that, I'm sure. Or simply carry around an old school pad and pen to jot down your spending. Do this for a week and see if your spending improves. Number eight, switch to only cash. If you have a severe problem with credit spending, this is the way to go. Some folks swear by this method, even if they don't necessarily have trouble with credit cards. Like tracking your spending, going to a cash-only system, if only for a week, will bring a heightened consciousness level to your spending. Number nine, implement a sleep-on-it rule. Decide today that for any purchase over X amount, you will sleep on it. It could be one night, a week, 30 days, whatever. Just allow some breathing room in between your desire and your decision to buy. Obviously, this gives you time to evaluate the purchase against your values and your budget. Put future spending on a calendar. Pull out a calendar and look at your upcoming events and life changes. Will spending be necessary? If so, then make a note of that and start building a list of future spending requirements. This is somewhat different from a monthly budget because it looks a bit further out. This does two things. Number one, it allows you to prepare by saving for the spending requirement. And number two, it allows you time to shop around for the best price and lock in the lowest rates. You just listened to the post titled How to Spend Money Wisely, 10 Things You Probably Aren't Doing by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto.
Get started today. I'm sure we can all be a little better with our spending habits, huh? My favorite point from this list was number two, make a list of the things you really enjoy. When I think about where I spend the most money, it's definitely for social gatherings. There is this annual conference I love to attend called the World Domination Summit, which was sadly canceled last year due to COVID. But the ticket is ridiculously expensive. I consider myself a pretty frugal person, and yet I drop $700 plus the cost of flights, accommodations, and food. It's an expensive weekend for me. But you know what? It's worth every penny. I always walk away from that event feeling like my life is so full of possibility and the people I meet there are just incredible. There are plenty of other areas where I'm very frugal. My mortgage is $600 per month and I drive an old car that I paid $6,000 cash for. But getting clear on what I really enjoy and how I wanna spend my time, energy, and money allows me to buy that ticket with no guilt at all. I don't think that being frugal is the same as being cheap. A cheap person doesn't wanna spend money on anything, but I think a frugal person is happy to spend money on only the things that truly matter. And that'll do it for today and another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Thank you for being here with me every day and I'll see you here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.